I literally sent Ellen a message after I took a client call, drove to the next town two hours away, was smashing out client work in a cafe. And I was like, Ellen, how is this my job? How is this real? (laughs) Being able to work from anywhere, getting to be the expert as well and being taken seriously. And the freedom to pivot, I think, is also a really key part of like starting off as a social media manager but you can change if you want to go more into coaching like what you do you can 100% do that if you want to run workshops you can do that if you want to I don't know there's just so many ways you can take it and so many different ways to sort of monetize it as well Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform, and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Welcome to this very special episode brought to you by my paid program, my signature course, The Dishing Up Digital School. To celebrate the recent relaunch of this program, which I love and adore and have spent two years building... I'm sitting down with some of my past students to chat with them about their journey, how they got started, how the Dishing Up Digital School has helped them, where they are now, their biggest learnings, and really opening up with you all about their experience as a social media manager. I'm really excited about all of these interviews dropping this week, so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast to catch all of the episodes. And today I'm talking to Abigail. She did the Dishing Up Digital School back in April of 2020 and has since launched her agency Feed Your Social, which she now runs as a side hustle off her corporate job. And in this interview, we're really going to dive into her decision to go back to corporate or to take this corporate job offer that popped up. And also the decision making behind this, what she's sort of experienced as a social media manager so far. And if you are wanting to listen to the full candid 40 minute chat with Abigail, this is actually part of the Dishing Up Digital School. We have a new module that I have added with interviews from past students in full on camera that you can really dive into and enjoy and also hear some of the more juicy snippets that weren't for the general public on the podcast or little things that I said that I was like, oh, no, I can't tell the entire world that. So that is just one of the many, many new bonuses that comes with the relaunch of the Dishing Up Digital School. I'm going to leave the links and details to that down below. But with that all out of the way, let's get into this chat with Abigail. I particularly wanted to chat to you, Abigail, because I know there's so many people that do struggle with that. Oh, should I go to corporate? Should I dive into my freelancing? Should I do my social media or should I take this job? And I know this job opportunity popped up right when you'd finished the Dishing Up Digital School and you were so ready, like you'd set up your business Instagram page, you were ready to go. And then suddenly you came to me being like, Ellen, help. What do I do? I have two opportunities here. Where should I go? How about you sort of share your journey in making that decision or your plans or what sort of went on behind the scenes there? Yeah, so there's, I've kind of got to backtrack a little bit because I was sort of partway through my degree. I took a gap year because I wasn't loving it. 
sort of reluctantly went back to study and then COVID happened. And so I was like, I'm glad I, I have something to do. You know, I wasn't getting laid off a job or anything. So the timing of it all worked out really well. But at the end of my third year, I applied to internships, urban planning, and I pretty much sent my CV to like every consultancy in the whole city. And they were just like, no, no, no. And I'm like, cool. Well, if there's no jobs, like, why am I even doing this? I need another option when I finish school. And I've been doing travel blogging for the last sort of, oh, maybe like four years. I think I started in 2017. So I knew my way around Instagram. I had started working with brands in 2020. And when I started working with brands, I was like, these guys have no idea how to run socials. Like they do not understand the power of it. They don't know how to work with influencers. Like I was like, there's a really big gap here. And then one day, I don't know, like somebody's webinar popped up in my Instagram feed, like in an ad. And I was like, oh, social media management. I'd always wanted to like run my own business as well, but I didn't know what I wanted to be. So I saw this webinar. I was like, okay, let's give it a watch. I've watched so many free webinars. Guilty too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I think, I think this could be a thing. Like this could be my business. This could be the thing I do. I have the knowledge. I wanted, I wanted a business so that I could sort of be location independent as well. So that was a thing. And I also knew if I ever went down that track, I would want to learn from Ellen because I've seen your journey the whole way and I feel like I'm going very off track, but bear with me. I'm getting to the top. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Cause we had followed each other for a long time. You, you met me at a networking event or a pan, a pan, a pan, a petite picnic. Yeah. That's a mouthful still. And I remember telling you like, Oh, I have this little like side uh-huh. hustle. Like, Ooh, it's so awkward. Like, and then awesome. I was like, I was asking everyone else who ran their own business being like, Oh, like, how did you quit your job? Like, how do you do that? Like, I'm terrified. So it's it's really funny that you've literally seen the whole journey. Yeah. So I remember that. And I remember seeing everything the whole way through. And I was just like, if I ever learned to do this, it is 100% from Ellen, because I'd seen that. And I'd seen, I'd seen your joys and your wins and your passion. And I'm just like, yes. So Ellen's my teacher. Sweet. So I signed up to the Dishing Up Digital School. Um, that was like April last year. My final year of study. I did also actually take on a couple of free clients before I did the course just to like check that I didn't hate it. (laughs) And then I was just like, cool, I don't hate it. Like we can make this investment. Let's do it. So I came out of Dishing Up Digital School. I had plans to like ramp up my business over summer, support my partner full time. Um, He's going back to study this year. So I was like, we need to be going like full steam ahead to like, you know, I'm going to be the only income in the family. So I was ready. I was so ready for this. But I think it was even before the Dishing Up Digital School, I'd done a few job interviews for urban planning because God knows why they need, they, 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 you have to apply like a couple months in advance, 10 months, 12 months. <laughs> mm, yeah, for the grad programs. Uh... But I applied to a couple of places and then finished up Dishing Up Digital School and then got an interview with them. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, we'll just go to the interview. It's good good practice or whatever and then got offered the job and I was like I'm not ready for this like I I had thrown that whole career out the window I was ready to like get my degree get out of there be my own boss run my own business I was just so so ready to go and this was like a full 360 and honestly it's probably the hardest decision I've ever made it was just like it felt like 
feet when I hadn't even started. And yeah, I remember coming to you and just being like, what do I do? Because I know you're all about quitting the corporate. And I'm like, I don't want to go into the corporate. When I, like, why would I start that? Anyway, it was really, really hard to sort of make that decision. And I talked to a lot of people. But in the end, what it came down to is, what are you like, are you going to regret it if you don't take the corporate job? And I'm like, yeah, I am actually like, I want to dip my toes into that. I want to know what it's like. I want to have that on my CV because it's a really good company as well. So that was my sort of the thing that did made the decision for me. I was just like, I'm going to regret it if I don't do it. Um, and I knew that like being my own boss, running my own business, doing social media management is always something that I could come back to. I knew I could sort of keep it on the side if work allowed. And so I was open to that and open to holding on to that. But I was like, I'm going to give this corporate thing a try. If it's awful, I can throw it out the window. I have a backup option. But yeah, so that's that's the whole story. That's how I've come from like study, finishing up digital school, now in corporate. <laughs> yeah. And I really love that because although like you do say, I'm very much like, screw the nine to five, like quit corporate. Like that's very much heavily what I talk about a lot on my podcast and on my Instagram page. One thing I do say when people ask me though is, I learned so much from my corporate job and there were so many skills that I picked up and so much confidence that I built in myself in that job that became so freaking valuable to me starting my own business. And I always say, like I even said to my boss who maybe like I didn't have like the best relationship when I left, I was definitely like, peace out, so excited <laughs> to leave. <laughs> but I said to her, I said like, thank you. Cause like, although this job isn't for me and this, you know, this world isn't, isn't for me and I don't have that passion anymore. I learned so much here. And like, you really threw me in the deep end in some cases and allowed me to learn a lot. And I wouldn't be starting a business without this job. Yeah. So I always say like things happen for a reason. You're meant to go down certain paths to get experience for certain things. And you don't know where this job could lead or what other, you know, yeah. choice pops up in the next two or three years. And like you said, it's actually quite cool that now you have all of these, you know, multiple skills, different options, and you can feel really secure in your career path knowing like, hey, I actually have this really solid backup option as well. Or I have a little bit, you know, when you want to go on your next trip, you want to go on a big, you know, traveling adventure, you can be like, hey, I'm going to, you know, beef up the side hustle and get some extra cash dollars through the door. Are you thinking you're going to keep side hustling or you're going to kind of keep it? I know you mentioned you had one client the other day. Yeah, so I do have one client. Yeah, since taking on the corporate job, I was kind of hesitant to go too hard on picking up clients, but this one came through a friend of a friend. It's total. It's not even in my niche. Um, I want, well, I want my niche to be travel, but these guys are an electrician company, but it's all right. It's money. It's a bit of extra grocery money every week. So I am keeping them for the moment and I, I do want to sort of pick up a few more, but I'm just going to breathe and take it slow and see how the corporate is. Got to learn your your craft yeah. and corporate first, suss that whole job out, and then you can start adding more things in. I want to drown before I start. Exactly. So and one of the things I find really interesting about your journey was you did have kind of experience with social media and you had started out, you know, as an influencer, you've done some really cool collaborations with some awesome brands awesome travel companies here in New Zealand. I know you did an awesome campaign recently with the Polaroid brand. What are they called again? Insta? Yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah, I love that. And I know a lot of people interested in the course or coming into the Dishing Up Digital School, they love the idea of 
the influencer world as well. Maybe could you chat a little bit about how you found those two work together? Did they complement each other? Did they not? That's such an interesting question. Um, Yeah, so sort of the whole influencer thing, it it looks very glamorous and that's definitely what drew drew me to it as well. Um, But I'm also super passionate about the photography side, which is more why I do it. And particularly in New Zealand and the influencer space, there's been a lot of talk about knowing your value. Um, A lot of people have been working with brands, getting free products or whatever, and not charging for it, which sounds great. You know, free stuff, you just post a photo on Instagram, but you know, your lipsticks aren't paying the bills. Like a free cruise isn't paying the bills. So that's something that I realized quite early on. Cool, this is kind of fun, but it's it's not a lifestyle until you're up there 100k or a million followers you know that's when it can be your whole your your career but yeah I'm I'm small (laughs) I've got 3,000 followers or so but that's when I kind of realized I need something else but you still have because I've been doing it for a while I had those skills I know how Instagram works which is you know miles ahead of other people like your average Joe running a business has no idea how Instagram works so that was um, a big step up. And what was the question? How do they work together? Yeah. Like, do you find, <laughs> I know for me working, um, like working as an influencer or back in our influencer days in uni, what really frustrated me was like quite often like the inconsistency, like one month you'd be like, oh, here's all this money. And then the next month it's like crickets and no one wants to work with you. And it fluctuated a lot. And there was a lot of like control from brands did you find you know there were some more positives I I feel like I'm kind of feeding you an answer here and I don't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) did you like say doing the social media management more did you find it more profitable or do you find that both just work well together in terms of income yeah so definitely more profitable I think I think that it's a lot easier for a business to see the value in sort of a marketing manager or a social media strategist you have a label like that and it's a lot easier for people to take you seriously and bring money to the table with being an influencer. Nobody really understands that. And yes, there's so much value in that, but unless you can communicate that effectively to someone, they don't see what they're gaining from you. You know, they're going to throw their money away on a radio ad or a newspaper ad because they don't see the value of an influencer. So yeah, I've actually, like, I know I've worked with a lot of really cool brands lately, but I'm kind of over it. Like the way you kind of, I don't know this might not apply to everyone I'm just sharing my own experience but it's it's just been a lot of work for not much gain because I'm in the travel space a lot of experiences and stuff are a bit pricey and people don't want to give you that for free and it's frustrating and it's like but look at the value you're getting from me like I have these people that like I genuinely get messages and people are like I'm gonna do that now that I've seen you do it and it's just like you're getting customers out of me but I'm not getting anything out of you so why am I here why am I doing that so I am definitely gonna be focusing my energy a lot more on social media clients and strategy that way because that's where the money's coming like I've been trying to influence for like the last three years and that's that's not bringing in enough money as like my one client in social media management so it's it's definitely it's cool but it's not where the money is <laughs> yeah unless you've got a million followers and then it's really easy <laughs> yeah but um it's, it's the, the effort to reward ratio I feel is just way higher when you're a social media management because they can they can see what you're bringing to the table and they're like yes give me some of that I'd love to work with brands a bit more and sort of 
highlight the benefit of influencer marketing because I'm sort of on both sides and I'm just like come on these people are awesome like see the value in this so absolutely and I think it's still like such an interesting career path and it's definitely something that even for me like I've done like one paid brand campaign in two years but it's always something that for me I think it's why I love social media management because it opens up those doors while I'm building my business. I'm also building a personal brand that I know in the future I can utilize and maybe go down that route, you know, have more collaborations. And I think that's what always really excites me when people, you know, reach out to me and they're like, Oh, I don't know about this whole social media management career. I'm like, dude, it's just a platform. And then the sky is your limit. Like you can do anything from there. That's what I love so much. Speaking of, of loving social media management, <laughs> what would you say has been your favorite part or the best part of being a social media manager and your experience? 100% the last two months where we were able to just hit the road and I knew we'd have a bit of money coming in each month. And I, I literally sent Ellen a message after I took a client call, drove to the next town, like two hours away, was smashing out client work in a cafe. And I was like, Ellen, how is this my job? Like, how, how is this real? <laughs> and it's just the, the being able to work from anywhere, getting to be the expert as well and being taken seriously. Um, and the freedom to pivot, I think, is also a really key part of like starting off as a social media manager. But you can change if you want to go more into coaching like what you do you can 100% do that if you want to run workshops you can do that if you want to I don't know there's just so many ways you can take it and so many different ways to sort of monetize it as well and you can sort of just chase your passions and whichever way they decide to go <laughs> I think that's just like such a cool part of it I love that and we're gonna link your uh Instagram page in the show notes and everyone has to go look at all of your cool travel pictures <laughs> and your van trip was just amazing. You were talking earlier about how, you know, you going on trips and going to certain places makes other people want to go. I like had my hand up there. I was like, that was totally me with your first <laughs> South Island van trip. Literally my boyfriend and I just watched all of your highlights on repeat and we're like, okay, we're going to do that. And we're going to do that. And then like writing them all down, all the locations. Really, I, I, I just love the social media world for that and the way that it brings people together. Yeah, that's so cool. Awesome. My next question, now that we've talked about what we love, <laughs> what has been on the flip side, maybe some of the biggest challenges you've faced, obstacles, or yeah. moments where you're maybe even tearing your hair out? <laughs> I actually, before you sent questions through to me, I had written a list of like lessons that I've learned so one of them was when you land a dream client out of an email pitch but then choose to let them go so um this was I think it was actually while I was in the dishing up digital school I was sending out email pitches and I got a reply from someone and I was like this is it like this is my dream client they're in tourism I've met them like this is just like such a cool and I was so excited but I chased and I chased and I chased and it just wasn't going anywhere. And I was just like, okay, you know, we actually need to let this go. Find a new dream client. <laughs> Such a red flag, isn't it? When they're just ghosting you. Okay. And now one of the questions I get so often that I wanted to bounce around with you was, do you think you need heaps of experience to be a social media manager? People are like, oh, I don't have a marketing degree or like I've never worked with a client before. What are your thoughts having gone through the program, gotten your own clients? Do you need experience? 
So not going to lie, I do get imposter syndrome. I'm often like, what do they teach you in a comms degree and a marketing degree that I just haven't, like, I just don't know. Because I think um, a lot of the time when you're sort of self-taught, you you don't know what questions to ask because, you know, you, you it's, it's hard to sort of find out what you don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, are there all these gaps in my knowledge? Do I look like an idiot when I'm approaching like, clients and I, I just I just don't know the marketing things and I, I get that imposter syndrome a lot I I feel like because I was self-taught there's also a lot of things I know that they don't teach you in marketing and also the, the way that Instagram and all the social medias are so rapidly changing um, I mean Instagram is like trying to keep up with the new features every single month and I don't imagine how they could incorporate that into a degree. So I, I feel like I'm doing okay. I mean, I have clients, so I must be doing something right. But um, I think also doing the course with you was really good for me to sort of solidify what I knew, to go over the things that I already knew and to sort of fill in the gaps that stuff that I didn't learn beforehand. So um, that was that was really valuable to me. And I think absolutely you don't need a degree, but to do to do some sort of course to make sure you fill in your sort of self-taught gaps if you are self-taught I think that is really important so that's that's sort of why I jumped onto your course as well it's just like I just need to know that I'm on the right track and that all the gaps are filled I've covered my bases like that's that's the assurance that I needed but I, I still get the imposter syndrome I still wonder what they teach in marketing degrees <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly it's so funny you bring up imposter syndrome because everybody suffers from it even me I will say when you signed up for the course even I felt like a little bit of imposter syndrome because I was like oh my gosh but like Abigail has such a cool Instagram page like why does she need my help like she's so cool like look at her post like she has such incredible engagement levels and I think wherever you are in the world no matter, even if you are experienced, even if you do come from a marketing degree, then you're in the place being like, oh, well, I have a, de is a degree and I don't have real world experience or, you know, you don't feel confident in your real world experience. Everybody has some sort mm. of phase or, you know, point in imposter syndrome that they're affected by. So I think it is something that's really important to discuss. Do you, do you, ever feel like you have a time where you feel more confident when you're overcoming your imposter syndrome? Do you have any advice around this? I'm totally putting you on the spot here, but <laughs> I love chatting about the imposter syndrome. I think sort of the, the more, I think it also comes down to like believing in yourself. And I know you've got that module as well on beliefs, sort of, I guess, stepping, stepping back from things and looking at the bigger picture and realizing that, you know, my client, are a bunch of electricians they have absolutely no idea whether what I'm saying is true or not so I can wing it I can be confident um but I can also know that I do know a lot more than they do and I have those skills I have those experiences so it, it's kind of it takes a little while to step back from that and like yes maybe I don't have a marketing degree but that's okay we don't know what's in a marketing degree but we know what I know so <laughs> yeah yeah so I think it does take a lot of confidence as well to be able to sort of push away the voice when it creeps up and says, but you don't know how to do this. It's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Please exit <Yeah>. left. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the favorite things that I always say in my courses is you just need to know more than your client and they just need to see you as an expert. So if you're working with that bunch of electricians, probably older males who don't have social media at all and maybe have Facebook that they're like, whoa, Instagram, what is that? Pretty much. You know, you are the expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that I've worked with uh, male tradies before in my time? <laughs> Hello, garage door brand. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do think really it's just about believing in yourself mm-hmm. as much as your clients do. You know, often you go into a meeting and you forget like, hey, they asked for this meeting because they believe in me. Like no one's going to bother with a discovery call if they don't think you can do the job, right? And often we go into these calls so terrified or we send a pitch and we're so scared. And really on the flip side of it, the, you know, the client is like, oh, damn, look at this Abigail girl. She knows her stuff. And we're sitting there like sweating, being like, (laughs) I'm an imposter. They're going to kick me out. (laughs) Yeah. It's all, it's all about just like figuring out as you go, I think. Um, And the more you do those things, the more easier it becomes. I remember like my first ever pitch to someone to say like a like an influencer pitch to someone I absolutely died like it was the hardest thing I'd done up to that point but like after you've sent the first email they they say no or they don't reply it doesn't matter but you can send another one and it's so much easier and I feel like it's the same whether you're writing social media strategies or you're doing your monthly reviews just do it (laughs) do the first one and it gets easier and you're, you you gain more confidence in yourself as well as you go along, I think. I love that. I love that. And this next question is going to make me blush because <laughs> I hate asking people about me, but you got to do it. I got to share with the world the amazingness <laughs> of the Dishing Up Digital School. How has doing this program, working with me, changed your life or impacted you? So I actually get quite a few people sliding into my DMs and asking me if I recommend the course. And I'm just like, where did you find me? Like, how do you know that I did the course? Anyway, maybe you're like dropping my name out there somewhere, but. (laughs) You are saved on the highlights. I get a lot of people going through the highlights. Yeah. So they'll find you there. I've had a few people ask me like, do you get your money back? Is it worth it? And I'm always like 100%. Like it's the best investment I've ever made. Like my student loan is over 50K. Ellen's course does not cost that much. (laughs) And Yeah, I always, always tell them that it's absolutely worth it. It's worth the time, it's worth the money, but it is also not a get rich quick scheme. Like 100%, you've got to put the energy in, you've got to put the work in. And that's also the thing I say to people when they ask me that, but it's it's absolutely opened up doors for me. It's um, been so cool to sort of get a vision and a passion for this as well. Like, I've always known that I wanted to run my own business, but not knowing what that was going to look like or what it was going to be. Do I import products? Do I set up a store? Like, do I go? It's just, there's so many options. And it's like, I found it now. I found out what I want to do. Um, The course sort of just filled in that foundation and gave me something that I could stand on and go out there and start this. So it was, it was really pivotal for me. And like I talked about right at the beginning, I was ready to go full time into this. I was ready to be the only income in our house on my business. Like that's how much confidence I had in this and in you and the course. And I was like, I was ready to go, but um, here we are in our corporate job, which I have to. Life had other plans. (laughs) 
<laughs> I tend to do that. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. We've got time. Yeah. We're good. We're good. I have another meeting at 10, so that actually works out well. It's so, I have to just like pick up that point you said about your uni degree, because I'm someone, I do a lot of courses. So I'm very kind of like, I don't know, used to seeing something pop up, a course that's a thousand dollars and I'll be like, bye, no hesitation, because I know the value that these have. But I just find it so funny that we live in this world where a lot of people won't bat an eyelid at a $50,000, you know, student loan or program to go through. But if it's a thousand dollar online course, they're messaging people like you, they're being like, is this legit? And they, they take so long. Like I have people in my DMs who I've been chatting to for three or four months wanting to sign up and every month they'll check in and they have another question and they're just so hesitant. And I just find it interesting when you put that in that perspective of why would you spend 50K on a student loan and a you know, three-year degree, but you wouldn't, I mean, some people even spend more than that. I know in the States, it's, it's crazy, but you won't spend this much on a course that will give you fantastic skills to get started right away. 100%. And another thing that um, I think investing in your course is the first time that I did put that much money into learning something online. I know that there are a lot of sort of get rich quick programs and you do have to vet who you're learning from online, but Ellen, Mm. she's good. I got you guys covered. She's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I think your course is the first one that I've invested in online, but since then, there's so many more things that like learning tools that I've invested in and something I always say to my husband, Isaac, when I'm like, oh, should I spend money on this? Should I not? I'm like, money will come back. Knowledge is not something that like knowledge you you get to keep forever so like you learn that you've got that under your belt you can have that for the rest of your life money will go money will come that's okay but um just yeah I think that's something that I keep coming back to as well like invest in yourself (laughs) I love that that is such a beautiful way to to word it and I think I'm going to wrap up there because I'm still blushing. (laughs) You say all these nice things about me. I'm such an awkward fish, but thank you so much for making the time to chat, Abigail. I really appreciate it. And I think everyone should go check you out on Instagram. And I know I'm definitely going to be following your journey to see where you go next and what exciting brands you'll be working with, what exciting clients you'll have. And I know that you're just going to do amazing things in your corporate career well, I'm as the well. one blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody blushing. <laughs> do you dream of a job that gives you more freedom, flexibility and money, but with less hours? Are you tired of commuting, dark offices and cubicles and crossing your fingers when you put through that one annual leave request a year? The Dishing Up Digital School is the ultimate course for new and aspiring social media managers who are ready to spread their wings and go out into the exciting world of self-employment and become their own boss. In this course, we discuss everything from how to get started, how to price your services, how to book that first client, all the way through to content creation, how to manage multiple accounts, how to come up with ideas, how to create reels for clients. Everything under the sun is in this course. We even dive into some of the boring but necessary things like contracts, invoicing, and accounting. This month, I have just relaunched the course with some exciting new additions and new modules. And at the end of March, the price is going up. In fact, we're almost doubling the price of the course. So if you have been thinking about joining the Dishing Up Digital School, now is the time. It is time to believe in yourself, to take the leap, and start your dream career as a social media manager.